Welcome to Real Estate Uncovered, presented by the Real Estate Inspection Company, where we interview every type of real estate industry expert to uncover some common and not so common real estate topics. Thanks for tuning in. Hi, I'm Philippe Heller with another episode of Real Estate Uncovered, and joining me today is Marley Davis from Jensen Properties in San Diego. Uh, Marley, why don't you introduce yourself and tell us what your position is uh, at the property management company and what you do? Of course. Awesome. Well, thanks for having me today, Philippe. I'm excited to talk with all your listeners. Um, my name is Marley Davis. I am the business development manager at Jensen Properties San Diego. Uh, we are a residential property manager here in San Diego County, um, handling everything as far south as National City and Chula Vista and as far north as, say, Vista or Oceanside. We cover the whole gambit. So that's awesome. Sir. Yep. So uh, pretty much the whole county. So um, that's good because, you know, if you're an investor and you're buying properties throughout, it's nice to standard standardize on one property management company. So that's really cool. Uh, so Marley, why don't you give us the state of the rental market in San Diego? It's really hot. I know a lot of people are either they're renting their homes and moving out of state in some cases, or, um, or they're pulling equity out and buying an investment property. So what does it look like to you from your point of view as a property manager? Yeah, exactly. So like you said, the rental market is constantly changing and real estate in general has been really hot this year. Um, so we're dealing with a lot of people who are entering the rental market for the first time as owners and real estate investors, and also people who are leaving the area, who are moving out of state, moving further north and want um, to hire someone to help someone local to help with their rental property. So we are seeing a lot of changes, um, specifically in what tenants are looking for and as well in what they're willing to pay. Um, since housing has been really competitive, it's really difficult to buy property right now. There's a lot of competition and low inventory. Um, we have a lot of people who are turning to rentals instead of buying right now. So um, we have an increase in the rental price that people are willing to pay. Of course, that's just basic economics, you know, that as inventory goes low, the demand goes high, people are willing to pay more for that. So we have seen across San Diego County an overall increase of about 5% in the last year, um, but an even higher increase in more suburban areas, places with more space, um, yards, the type of amenities that people are looking for as more people are working from home. Um, so actually in North County, that's been one of the highest increases in San Diego County of about 7.2% in rent. Um, and, you know, just to kind of reflect the shift from urban living towards suburban living, um, the lowest increase has been in downtown San Diego. And, you know, we've seen three bedroom homes are increasing as much as two to 300 over the last year versus uh, a smaller condo, a one or two bed condo has only increased about $50 or a hundred dollars in the last year. So that's just kind of a general overview. And I've heard the demand is so high that when a place does come up for rent, that there are just like homes that are for sale, there are multiple offers and people willing to pay a whole year up front. And uh, what's, what's kind of the most wild offer you send it for somebody to get a, to secure that rental. 
Oh, we've seen some things, but you know, we actually have a really strict system that we follow. Fair housing in California is really strict. So we have a system that we use to grade our tenants by, um, to screen them. We look at, you know, collections, history, income verification, those types of things. But I mean, we are seeing things go as quickly as 24 hours from posting to move in. Um, we just had a home that we listed. Actually, it was down in Santee, but it was a beautiful three bed, two bath, nice fenced in yard. We we posted it on Monday and we already have a lease signed. So we are seeing things really quickly turn around, which is great for people who want to get into the rental market. It's a really great time to get in. Awesome. That's, that's, yeah. it's good news for those who, who are taking equity out and buying um, a rental property. They know that they're almost guaranteed to, because that's the biggest fear, right? What if I, what if I buy a place and I can't rent it now mm-hmm. that does bring up the other issue of um, what's going on with some of the recent regulations, the eviction moratorium, uh, rental assistance. And let's talk, um, you probably know what's going on statewide, but also mm-hmm. more specifically in San Diego, because I know LA is different in different areas, but um, let us tell us about San Diego and the broader uh, moratoriums. Yeah, of course. So um, like you said, things are constantly changing and they're different from county to county. So in San Diego County, um, it's called SB 91. It was passed back in May and it specifically is um, in response to eviction moratoriums in San Diego County. And what this bill brought into effect was that it actually banned evictions in San Diego County Um it banned them completely across the board unless there is an immediate safety threat. So um, normally there is just cause, which is enough room for eviction or a lack of paying rent. If they haven't paid rent, then you can evict someone. But right now in San Diego County, the only reason that you can evict someone is if there is an immediate safety threat. Um, Of course, this is only in effect for right now. And there was actually legislation that was passed in the state that will, um, that will trump that basically um, saying that, you know, the eviction moratorium deadline has now been passed. It's no longer June 30th. It's now September 30th. And at that point, people will be able to move forward with evictions. Of course, there are all kinds of stipulations that go into that. So it really, I mean, I am not a lawyer. Please get official legal advice or work with a professional if you do want to move forward with an eviction because there are all kinds of things that you have to be aware of and rules and regulations that you have to follow. Yeah, I've heard that even when the moratorium ends that uh, somebody who can't uh, catch up on the back rent is still, you you cannot evict somebody because they can't come up with uh, the money to pay any any gaps in the rent. So mm-hmm. it's going to be, it's going to be tough for some landlords who got stuck with this. I don't know how they're ever going to get, um, you know, kind of remunerated for that rent that wasn't paid. See, but there is good news. So okay, even good. though there has been an eviction moratorium, which a lot of landlords have been really scared about saying, how am I going to get this rent that I'm past due? So the eviction moratorium states that they have until September 30th to pay 25% of the rent that is due since March of last year. So since March of 2020 to September 2021, they have to pay at least 25% of that rent that is due. And we can't evict them, you know, even afterwards, if they pay that 25%, but they're missing 75%. We cannot evict them for that. However, on the flip side of that, the state has been offering significant rental assistance. So um, the state is actually now with this bill that was passed, it's called AB 832. They have now offered and said that they are willing to pay 100% 
So 100% of the past due rent for tenants who are affected by COVID um, financial hardship, they will cover that. Of course, there is an application process and um, landlords have to be aware of the notices that they give their tenants as well. Tenants have to apply for rental assistance. But uh, that's the thing is it's scary on one side that there's this eviction moratorium, but on the flip side, the state has really been willing to help. Um, we've actually been able to receive over $250,000 in rental assistance from the state. Um, so it's scary, but it's not as bad as it seems. There is help out there for owners and for landlords that are struggling with COVID financial hardship from their tenants. You can still make up that rent that you've lost. Okay. Now, do those tenants have to qualify for that? Or is that anybody who just hasn't paid? So there is a qualification. Um, the tenant can only make up to 80% of the annual medium, median income for the area that they're living. So in San Diego County, that means that they have to make less than 67, it's about $67,000 if you're one person, but it's less than $97,000 if you're a family of four. So it is, you know, there are some stipulations, but yeah. most renters fall under that, that, you know, if you have needed rental assistance, if you've been affected by COVID, mm-hmm. you have to make less than $97,000 as a family of four. Okay. Do we know if yeah. any of that's going to be taxable to the, to the um, tenant? If any of the rental assistance? Yeah. Cause that's going to be a big number for some people, you know, 18 months roughly of, of back rent. That's yeah. going to be a big number. So that's basically a, a debt forgiveness essentially that's what it is right now there are not it's not super clear what the taxable income is going to be um but like i said we've been able to receive that directly from the state um so we have applied for rental assistance with our tenants we work with them to apply for that so it's able to go directly to the owners and cover that rent i doubt they'll tax people on it you can't tax people exactly who are struggling to begin with, but you never know. We'll see. Um, <laughs> we'll see. They, Knock on wood. It'll be great. <laughs> yeah, like with the PPP loans that a lot of businesses mm-hmm. took, you know, they were talking about taxing that as income uh, and then they, they didn't. So I'd imagine exactly. if they waive those taxes for businesses, they would do so for those who get assistance. Um, okay. Now uh, people who own investment property, they have tenants, they want to sell it, right? Prices are really high. Somebody says, Hey, you know, I've got that, that little house in Vista and, and, it, and it's gone way up in value and I want to cash in, but I do have tenants in there. I know we'll just give them $5,000 to move out. What are the regulations on trying to pay somebody to get out of a house? So you have to be really careful with the law here in San Diego. Um, of course, we as professional property managers follow those laws to the letter. Um, there's no wiggle room. Some DIY landlords who do it themselves, they've been able to get away with those types of things. Cash for keys is what people will call it. Um, but we do not recommend it. So right now with the ordinance that was passed in San Diego County, you are not allowed to give notice to vacate. It doesn't matter if they are at the end of their lease. It doesn't matter if you want to move back into the property. It doesn't matter if you want to sell the property. Legally, you are not allowed to give notice to vacate. So in those situations, Um, If you give them cash for keys, they are legally not required to give you those keys. So we really do recommend against it. Um, But like I said, I'm not a lawyer. I can't officially give legal advice, but be careful with what you're doing in those types of situations. Yeah, I've heard that um, people could accept that money and still refuse to move out. And uh, then everybody's kind of So I would Mm -hmm. probably in that case, it should only be one investor for another, somebody else who's going to take over that property and just leave the tenants in place, I would assume is is the way that the best 
way to approach that. That is the best practice. But of course, every situation is different. Um, just be careful. Uh, again, get legal advice or talk to a professional about your specific situation. Okay, so let's uh, let's be optimistic here and, and <laughs> okay. break that things are getting back to normal. Hopefully San Diego can, um, you know, stay out of trouble. I know LA just got put back on uh, restriction and yes. mask mandates and whatnot, which may lead to a further extension of the eviction moratorium. We don't know. Uh, but let's, uh, let's be optimistic and hope everything kind of gets back to normal. How can a property manager, a property management company um, help owners make more money because you charge them, right? So why would I, if I own a property, what's the benefit to me to hire a company like yours? Of course, that's a great question to ask. Um, and you know, you did bring in cost and pricing. Those are definitely things to consider. However, at the end of the day, uh, pricing should not be your only consideration. When you're looking for someone to manage for most people, their most valuable asset. Purchasing a home, purchasing real estate is a huge financial decision. And so it's something that you want to be cautious with and something that you want to be aware of who you're working with. Um, of course, as property managers, we feel that we are best suited to help people get the most out of their rental property. Um, there are certain things that we can do, solutions that we can provide to help minimize vacancy, minimize tenant turnover. Um, we are in the rental market, so we're aware of how much things are renting for, how much you really could get in terms of rental income. So we can help bring up rental income, minimize vacancy and loss to lease. Um, there are so many solutions that we yeah. provide through the vendors that we work with, getting cost-effective solutions to maintenance problems, uh, trying to bring in the best tenants possible. Our tenant screening system is really um, it's really thorough, honestly. Uh, we've talked about all the legal stipulations that there are with yeah. renting in California, a very tenant-friendly state. And so we provide a lot of risk mitigation by making sure that our leases are super thorough, that we're following all of the regulations that are out there. Um, but ultimately, hiring a property manager is something that you're doing to take back your time. And yeah. Time is invaluable, honestly. Um, there's no replacement for it. And so if you have considered, you know what, this is taking too much time, or I have a full-time job, or I have a lot of kids at home that I want to be able to spend time with and not take a maintenance call at 7 p.m. on a Friday night, it's movie night with my kids, that's where hiring a property manager, this right. is what we do for a living. This is something that we can help you do to take back that time. Yeah, exactly. And it's always a call when you're on vacation or like you said, always. at night or something. So yeah, that, <laughs> always that's the worst time. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. So, um, and I, I know there's a lot of different probably configurations of, of services that you provide, but, um, typically is it a, a flat fee somebody pays or is it a percentage of the rent or how is it kind of, how do you figure out what to charge people? Yeah. So every property management company is run differently. We have tried to set ours up so that we are setting our clients up for success. So our pricing model is based off of a percentage. So we do a percentage of the monthly rent covers our management fee and there's no other fees. So there's no leasing fee. There's no maintenance markup. It basically aligns our goals with yours saying that we're trying to get the best quality tenant in there at the highest possible rent and minimize that vacancy. Because if our owners aren't making money, then we're not making any money. Right. So and that's why we have that system. And you have relationships with uh, vendors or in other words, if a water heater blows on a weekend and, and you guys have the crew to replace mm -hmm. it, 
uh, it might be cheaper than somebody panicking, calling the first, you know, plumber that they can get a hold of and rushing out there. Is that, I mean, I would imagine you have those relationships. Absolutely. Well, and that's where, you know, I was talking to someone who had a property manager who wasn't based in San Diego, but they were managing a San Diego property for them. So when they needed a plumber, they just typed into Google plumber in San Diego. First, we know all the plumbers in the area. We deal with them on a regular basis. So we have our preferred vendors that give us really great rates because we give them continued business. But we also know who's going to be the most responsive, who's going to be the most thorough, because we work with them on all of the properties that we manage, as opposed to just one or two here and there. That's awesome. One last question, and we'll wrap it up. If somebody has uh, uh, some extra rooms in their house, their their empty nesters or whatever, do you get involved with um, either, you know, renting rooms or maybe granny flats or anything like that? Or are you just doing single family uh, homes or condos? So we do primarily single family homes and condos. We also have some apartment complexes that we manage. Um, but we also have a lot of ADUs. You know that San Diego and California in general has been encouraging people to build ADUs. So we have a lot of ADUs that we help people rent out. If they're living in the home and they want to rent out their ADU, we can help with that. If they've recently purchased a rental property and they're building other units on that same property, we're happy to help them. Yeah. That's really cool. Well, I, I love it. You've given us a ton of information. <laughs> uh, Marley, why don't you let everybody know how they can get a hold of you, uh, email, phone number? Of course. Yeah. So of course you can just Google us Jensen property, San Diego, and that will give you a lot of information. That'll give you our direct office line. You can see our Google reviews and see, you know, why we work so hard for our owners and our tenants, or you can go directly to our website, which is Jensen S E N Jensen properties, SD as in San Diego.com. So Jensen properties, SD.com. That'll list our available properties right now. It has an owner blog with resources for people, or you can just give our office a call, um, which is 858-449-7294. Ask for Marley. I love talking to people about the real estate market here in San Diego. So if you're just like, Hey, I want to talk to someone and see how things are going. Give me a call. I'd love to chat with you. That's fantastic. So if you are uh, an investor buying a rental property or you are a realtor advising somebody and you're not sure about how to go about it, uh, or even if you're looking for a place to rent, reach out to Marley. They've got lots of properties on their website and Mm -hmm. um, give them a call and they'll hook you up. So Marley, thank you so much. And uh, we'll talk to you soon. Awesome. Thanks so much, Philippe. Happy to talk to you. Thank you for tuning in to another episode of Real Estate Uncovered with the Real Estate Inspection Company. Connect with us at sdinspect.com or call 800-232-5180. If you haven't done so already, be sure to hit that subscribe button so you never miss an episode. Thanks again and catch you next time.